Welcome to Christian Warrior Women, the number one spot for women desiring the real, raw truth. How to live in confidence without doubt. The battle for your identity, faith, and courage in relationships, health, and wealth with God is real. Here is Lisa Hawkins, author, coach, and minister. Well, good morning, and this is Lisa. I am so happy to be with you today, and I want to share with you one challenge that has some steps to it, but one challenge that if you were to implement into your life, I can promise you that your day will be more peaceful, that you will live on purpose, and at the end of the day, you will feel that you've accomplished something. But the most important thing is that you will develop a healthy, powerful, strong relationship with God. And so the subject today that we're going to talk about is the number one way to not leave your home naked. Many of us leave to go to work every day from our house and we are, we have no clothes on. We are literally going into the world naked. And so I'm going to talk this morning about those nine steps that you can take, the things that you, that we're missing out on in order to receive the fullness of our day and to feel that we have lived on purpose. Okay? So let's begin. It starts with what time we get up in the morning. First step is making a decision to allow time to spend with God. Believe it or not, your time with the Lord before you go to work is more important than your once a week going to church. It's more important than listening to this podcast. It's more important than your friends. It's more important than your job. Your relationship with God is the most important single thing that you can control, that you can implement, and that you can make happen. Hearing a message once a week to give you rah-rah won't hold you. And if you find that in the week that you're struggling or you can't keep your mind focused or you can't feel like you can live up to what the word says, it's because you lack a relationship with God. And I share this in the book, and I've shared this probably in previous podcasts, that I grew up in church. We went to church and I always felt like, gosh, it felt good on Sunday, but by Tuesday, life was hitting me. Well, life is hitting me because I wasn't spending the time with God that I needed. And believe it or not, I have ministered with people you may think are super Christians or super holy, and I found no difference in them as in people who are new to the faith, that they don't spend time with the Lord. And it leaves us open for the enemy to do what? Attack us in our body, attack us in our mind, attack us in our home, because we are walking around naked. So why is it important 
to rise early. And I want to first, those of you who will say, I'm not a morning person, I, I struggle, it's because you stay up too late. Or you're watching things in the evening that have your mind racing. Or instead of praying about your struggle, you're laying in bed at night thinking about your struggle instead of casting it and putting it before God. So I will tell you, if you're not sleeping great at night, it's directly correlated to your relationship with God. Amen. And I know some of you are saying, you know what? You're right. If you're laying in bed worrying and thinking about all the things that you got to do, you're not going to sleep. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to struggle with anxiety and you're going to stress yourself out. That's why we have God. The Holy Spirit is operating to facilitate and to lead you to the area of truth. So maybe that argument isn't working. So let's go to the scripture and let's look at scriptures that talk about rising in the morning. Okay, let's start with Mark 1, 35, and I'm using the ESV version. So if you have your Bible and journal, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. So you might want to jot these down to review throughout your day um, or to look at right now if you are in your quiet place for Bible study. Mark 1.35 in the ESV. And rising very early in the morning, while it is still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Psalms 143.8. Psalms 143.8. Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go. For to you I lift up my soul. And I truly love this because every day many of us think we know the way to go. Many of us think we know what to do in every situation. And many of us don't even think that things are going to happen that day that we're ill prepared for or maybe not experienced enough to know how to deal with. But what I love about the scripture is make me know the way I should go. Because many of us think we know what we should do, how we should live, how what we should say, and we don't. And it's a sign of humbleness. It's a sign of, again, restating, let me hear. You know, many times we want to just tell God what we want and we just want to just like let our tongue roll with all our wants and desires. That is fine for a time. But we also want to be hearing what God is saying to us in the morning, not just speaking, but meditating saying a scripture, finding something simple as two scriptures that you know, maybe one of these I'm going to mention today, and that you wait on the Lord to hear him. And you, and when we go to the next step, you'll understand what I mean. But you just want to hear him so that you know how your day will go. I have had times where I have been in prayer and the Lord has given me a word 
that later that same day, and I would say this probably many times, many that same day that scripture came into play, especially when I pray before um, praying for people, I'll find the scriptures that the Lord leads me to. Those same people come in for prayer that need that scripture. And we think about ourselves, but we don't know who God is going to put in our path this day. So we have to be, what are we supposed to be, the light of the world? Well, we have to have our batteries fully charged in order to stay lit. And the only way to stay lit is to get that charge early in the morning. So Psalms 119 and 148. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promise. Do you know that God is calling and promising you success, prosperity, good health? These are the things that we rise up to meditate on for our children, for our grandchildren, for our marriage, for any addictions that you may be struggling with. We have to be proactive, not waiting for the struggle to find us, but that we are early in the morning rising, knowing that struggle is going to come. Strife is going to come. Disappointment is going to come. And though and our faith is going to wane at times or feel weakened, but that when we rise in the morning, we are preparing ourselves for that moment when someone disappoints, maybe makes us angry. We are preparing that anger doesn't overtake us, that disappointment doesn't turn into bitterness or serious regrets, but that our early morning rise prepared us for come what may today, I am ready, I am clothed, and I have the armor of Christ. That is why we wake up early. This isn't some just, oh, well, I got to do this ritual. No, this is you preparing for your day. Before you go to work, do you not eat breakfast? And if you don't, then you know that you are never, your brain and your mind is not prepared to start thinking and functioning. People drink coffee to do what? To get caffeine so that they can charge themselves. You can charge yourself with God in the morning so that you have the energy, you have the focus, you have the determination, you have the ability to discern early in the morning when you step foot in that office or wherever you work. Even if you work from home and you are getting your children off for that day, that you get them off prepared to conquer their day. They see you having healthy habits that they may not you may not think that they are watching and following today, but they will for their family. So we are also the watchers. Why do we get up early? We're the watchers, the coverers of over our family. We're praying and we're meditating and we're asking for the Lord to be round about our children in their daily activities around our home to keep us safe, around our physical body to take us to and fro where we have to go. Didn't mean to rhyme, but there it is. <laughs> we have to be awake. 
And I tell you, sisters, it's time to be awake in this world. There are some serious spiritual warfare going on right now that's after your soul, after your joy, after your happiness, after your peace. And if you are not awake to embrace what the truth is and to know that truth by reading the word, you will fail. You will be lost. You will be confused. You will be broken. We cannot live on someone else's word, on someone else's faith. You have got to live knowing you have a relationship with God. Not Lisa, not anybody else that you value, but that you, because your time with God shows that you're submissive to God. It shows you're humble to God. It shows you're faithful to God. And it shows that God is important to your life. That before you start your day, he is the person you awaken to. Amen. So the second point was your how important your relationship is with God. The third is renewing your mind. So we all know the scripture about renewing our mind daily. Does not does that does that not fit in our morning practice, in our morning habit, in our morning we need to renew your mind. And so what is that what could that look like? It could look like letting go of yesterday. Repenting for yesterday. Maybe you weren't the you didn't say all the right things, didn't do all the right things, or maybe the things on your list that you wanted to accomplish, you didn't. So here's your time before God to renew your mind, renew your commitment, renew your mindset to peace, to renew that today my light is going to shine brighter. That because every day we're working toward our goal and to please God. And every day is not promised to us. So every day we're living knowing we're one day closer to our Savior returning and meeting our Savior face to face. So we want to renew our mind. And one of the things that you can do by starting this is by gratitude. What are you grateful for? You know, the best, the best weapon against the enemy is to start praising God. And that's how renewing your mind can begin. You know, you can read that scripture, but what can you actually do? What action can you take that begins this transformative, this life-changing way of thinking is starting with gratitude, praying and being grateful. And I'm talking about being grateful from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. So many people think that you have to have something big to be grateful for. Grateful that you rose up this day in the right mind, in the mind to serve Christ, that your family is safe, that you have shelter, you have um, food, you have transportation, you have a job. It may not be your dream job, but it is 
your job for today and that you are working toward a better job or more money or a second job or for God to provide a better opportunity for you to cover your expenses for your family. So start with gratitude. Start with what's great. What's working in your life? What is good? Because God is about bringing good and a purposeful day to you. And we have to stop complaining and start explaining and sharing the goodness of God. So I want you to start with gratitude. And I want you to say what God, who God is to you from that smallest. So I want you to next for step four. So step one, allowing time. Two, relationship with God. Three, renewing your mind. Four, we're deciding to clothe ourselves. So I want you to go to Ephesians 6. And I'm going to give you a moment to get there. So Ephesians 6. And I want you to start at verse 10. I'm going to read some, but I want you today, or you could pause the video, I mean the um, podcast right now, and read Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. I'm going to read pieces of it, but I definitely would like you today, whether now or later, to read this whole, these whole eight passages, okay? These eight verses. And it talks about the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against this devil's schemes. And it goes on to talk about for who we really are struggling. It's not your boss. It's not your co-worker. But it is spirits, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So when we get to verse 13, and it talks about standing and then standing firm with the belt of truth when we get to 14, buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So, When you leave and you don't have your time to pray with God, you truly leave naked to the forces of evil in the world. And we know from scripture, the enemy goes, he seeks and he goes to and fro, seeking who he can destroy. I don't want you nor your household to be who he finds on this day or any day to seek and destroy because every day that you leave you are in warfare and we have to be clothed and we have to be ready and what I like about when we think about the world especially if you're in America today we don't have peace you know we're one of the wealthiest countries in the world but we are now we don't have peace We're struggling with sin and we're struggling with 
not honoring God. And so as each individual citizen, no matter what country you're in, our role is to be clothed with the armor of God. Why do we need to be clothed with peace? Because we're going to be met with violent actions, whether we hear it or physically experience it. We're going to hear hateful things, maybe racist things, or maybe things that might make you feel belittled, disrespected. And as women in the workplace, many of us are not being paid fairly. We don't have equal wage or equal opportunities for advancement. And so we have many challenges and many opportunities to be angry, to be upset, to be um, to feel revengeful, or to not want to work in a team environment. Why do I want to be a team player when I'm not getting team results? These may be things that you're dealing with. You may not even feel it at home. You may feel I'm overworked and or as a single parent. There are many areas of our life. Maybe you're a single mom and you have health issues and maybe challenges with your kids. We can feel overburdened and we need to be clothed with peace because the enemy is going to magnify our challenge. And when we have that relationship with God, when we spend that time with God, we release that stress. We allow the Lord to take hold of our burden because we're putting on more faith. Our shield of faith is has to be raised higher because the fiery darts are coming maybe at you every minute of the day. Maybe you feel that way. So you can only hold up that breastplate. You can only have that breastplate of righteousness in place if you have faith. And your feet have to be firm. They can't be pushed back. So I want you to have that visual that when you have a struggle, that you are visualizing that in the spirit, your breastplate of righteousness needs to be held higher and tighter and your feet need to be firmer. So when you hear words, when you hear struggle, when you have problems in your day, you can say, my breastplate is raised. My faith is raised. I'm going from this level of faith to a higher level of faith. And that over your mind. So now we have the shield of faith. When you look at that verse in um, 16, and with it, you can ex extinguish all the flaming arrows of the ev evil one. Flaming arrows of words said at the job or the things I've named about your wage, those are, guess what? I'm stepping from, from high to higher ground. And the next verse says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God will set you free and it will keep your mind in perfect peace. You see, in our prayer and our gratitude in renewing our mind by repenting, and by deciding to clothe ourselves, we are taking on power. 
We are taking on peace. But we are also releasing love. So we leave our house every day with being clothed with this. Okay? So our next step, which is seven. So when we're at, we had allowing time with God, relationship with God, renewing your mind, deciding to be clothed. We, have, we must have peace. And we're leaving our house every day with, with shield of faith. Knowing that fiery darts are going to be sent our way, but they will not penetrate. Which leads us to living on purpose. Because if we are praying and hearing God and we have a relationship with God and we are not allowing the enemy's schemes to win against us, we're living on purpose. We're living with our light shining. We're living a faithful life, humbled before God. And we're hearing God. We're hearing God for our day. And how do we know that? Because we shared coming out the bat about our day, didn't we? In the first scripture, when we said that the way I should go in Psalms 143.8, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. So we are living on purpose, where I should go, how I should live, where I am supposed to be. It sounds like the plan and the purpose for your life. Every day, we're seeking God. And in that plan, there is prosperity. In that plan, there is joy. In that plan is the, your future, your generational blessings. So in step eight, we are to be thankful. To end before we start putting on our clothes, start saying, we went from gratitude to thankfulness. Start thanking him for what you know you're going to accomplish this day. You see, if you leave your house just going with, oh, I just threw on some clothes. I just threw some maybe coffee or I'm drinking as I'm walking out the door. My hair is disheveled and you think you're going to have a great day? Not. And even if you get up and I, re I have met women and I'm sure you know women and I still to this day don't understand it, but I have met women who get up and spend two hours putting on makeup. Two hours. I still want to know what kind of, where's your face if you have to spend two hours putting on makeup? But heck, I'm not going to judge. If you got two hours to put on makeup and get clothed, then you have an hour to two hours for God every day. Because what you're putting on the outside is not changing what's inside, and it is not going to guarantee you prosperity on the outside world. A lot of people have great makeup on. A lot of people have great faces. A lot of people are beautiful, natural. So spending two hours putting on makeup and not spending an hour or two with God before your day. Think about which one's more important. The banging hairdo, the banging makeup, the, the clothes, those all look good. But if you are dark on the inside, people will see 
the darkness through all of that makeup and all those good clothes. Because if that was the only thing that it took to be successful, uh, women would have already ruled the world a long time ago. Okay, so let's look at being thankful. And I want you to walk out of your house stating identity statements. I just shared one with you when I said, Lord, make me know the way I should go. For to you, I lift my soul. Is that not an identity statement? It's an identity statement that everything that I have will be or accomplish is by the hand of God. It's that we can look in the mirror or we can walk out of our house saying, Lord, I know you have a plan and a purpose for my life. You can use identity statements from the Psalms that talk about identity, who you are, that how the Lord knitted you in your mother's womb. That means he knitted you with promise and talents and skills. You can also talk about knowing that the Lord sacrificed his life so that you could live a prosperous life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believes in him shall prosper and have everlasting life. That's you. That's me. That's your family. So I want you with your journal I want you to look at these nine steps and I want you, you probably maybe prior already had some identity statements. I want you to think about as we start, this is Sunday, start your week at work before God, sharing with God, releasing your prior day frustrations to God, clothing yourself in truth, stop believing what you're hearing. Be knowledgeable for yourself. Don't take someone else's word on anything, but discern. And how, you, how can you do that? Through the scriptures that we share today. Leave your house every day clothed in righteousness. You want to live on purpose so that you can Live your life to the fullest. God is so ready to meet you where you are. It doesn't matter where you are in faith, beginning or seasoned. Many times we have to go back. We have to go back to the simple before we can take on a new challenge, a new area of growth, new area of ministry but a new area of walking in his light. We can't do it without him. So I pray this day that your relationship with God grows as elevated. Elevate yourself in the spiritual realm so that when you leave your house, the enemy is like, wow, she's clothed, she's covered. We got to go to the next person. It'll take too much time to tear. We, got, we don't have that many fiery darts to get through her bulletproof outfit and the helmet. We can't penetrate. There are so many, unfortunately, other victims out there the enemy can choose. But do not let him choose you, your family, or 
your gifts and talents from the Lord. If you don't use them, you will lose them. So I pray to God that you take hold of this and that you realize your most important thing that you can do for your success, for your advancement, for your elevation in this earth is to be grateful and thankful to Jesus Christ. I thank you. Have a blessed week. Amen.